Welcome to the Soft Verbal Podcast presented by Dead Soxie. Hosted by RebelGrove.com publisher Neil McCready and featuring Zach Barry of Red Cup Rebellion, the Soft Verbal Podcast is your number one podcast dedicated to Ole Miss football and basketball recruiting. Featuring guests from throughout the Rivals.com network, the Soft Verbal Podcast tells you what is happening and what's going to happen on the recruiting trail. And it does it in style, just like Dead Soxie. Visit DeadSoxie.com and enter promo code RebelGrove at checkout for 30% off your order of the best dress socks you'll ever wear. Now... Here's your host, Neil McCready. Welcome to another edition of the Soft Verbal Podcast. My name is Neil McCready. I'll be your host today. Zach Barry is with me as always. Here on the show, we will talk some uh, basketball recruiting, some football recruiting, God only knows what else we might get into by sheer accident. We'll do that in a minute. But first, let me tell you, we're brought to you by Dead Soxie. They are the title sponsor for this podcast. That's why I should have said at the very beginning, this is the Soft Verbal Podcast presented by Dead Soxie because that's what it is. If you are searching for that unique way to brand your company swag or you have a special event to memorialize, Dead Soxie has you covered with their custom sock program. Click on the custom socks link. They'll walk you through the entire process from the complimentary digital mock-up before your order is placed to delivery logistics and even custom packaging. Dead Soxie is your place to create a gift. They will use time and time again with all-inclusive pricing, no upcharges or fine print. The custom sock design is as simple as it gets. Head over to deadsoxy.com, D-E-A-D-S-O-X-Y.com, backslash custom, and remember you can still save 30% on general orders with the promo code REBELGROVE. And as always, stay soxy. I am coming to you from the Clark Ford Studios. Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Tell uh, the people there that you want to speak to Corey Clark, and then tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for, and he's going to send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. That's simple, right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. Just super easy. You get a quote. You can shop it around, or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's get yourself into a Clark Ford today. You'll love the product. You'll love the service after the sale. They'll take care of you for the long haul, and uh, they'll make you a lifetime customer. Corey wants to be your truck guy. He wants to be your car guy. He will prove that to you. 662-257-1900. And it's game weekend, Ole Miss and Vanderbilt, Saturday night at 6.30 at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. And I'll tell you that the College Corner is your one-stop Rebel shop, now with two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland next to Fleet Feet and the new location in Flowood next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, that's not a problem. You can visit them online at collegecornerstore.com plus Facebook and Instagram. Don't waste your game day in Oxford stuck in traffic and long lines to get your gear. Stop by College Corner before you go, and their staff will have you in and out and on your way. The College Corner has you covered for all your tailgate and home gate needs. They have the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Through the month of October, mention Rebel Grove at checkout, and you get 15% off your entire purchase. You can also use it online. Just put Rebel Grove in the coupon tab at checkout to get the same discount that's collegecornerstore.com zach how are you neil it is a great day for it to be 521 and you let the dog outside and uh you sweat yeah it was 99 in my car at 405 
driving home with Carson from school. 99. Excellent. It's October the 2nd. Mm-hmm. Went to lunch today. Car said 101 at 2 o'clock. You know, I can remember my mother always telling me, don't overstay your welcome. Which wasn't a problem because I very rarely was welcomed. But when I did, I tried not to overstay it. And someone needs to tell Summer, hey, Summer, you've overstayed your welcome. It's it's ridiculous. It's, um, yeah, it's terrible. I, uh, I went to uh, see a concert last night. I went and saw the Black Keys. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting on my... Uber to come pick me up. Dog wanted to go outside, throw the ball a little bit. I told myself, probably don't need to. You just showered. You're not, you know, smell nice. Yeah. Nice and clean. Yeah. And, uh, you know, dog was like, I want to go outside. So I said, okay. Go out there, throw the ball for five minutes. Come back in. Car pulls up in the driveway, sweating. So. If you, if you can't tell by my by my tone, I'm over it as well. Yeah, I'm over it. You know what's weird is so we have a pool, and over the weekend, last weekend, I thought, well, it's so hot, I'm going to get in the pool. <laughs> and I did, but the pool's cold already. Like it's, I guess the nights are cooler now than they were in the summer, and so the pool is, I mean, it's still it's fine, you can still swim in it, but it's cold. So it's, yeah. So it, it's like the, everything... <laughs> If it's going to be so hot outside, at least let the pool still be comfortable, not shocking yeah. cold. It's like nothing's working out the right way, Zach. Everything's bad. It, it really is. I had somebody tell me this long ago <laughs> that when conversations get awkward and people don't really know what to say, they typically immediately go to the weather. Yeah. And uh, you know, so are you awkward with me right now? Because I thought we were good. <laughs> no, I was gonna say that doesn't apply anymore. Because what I mean, everybody's talking about how hot it is. Yeah, I, I was mean, gonna say I thought not... you and I got along. I thought everything was cool. <laughs> well, it's you know one of those where you bump into somebody in the the elevator. Hey, how are you? Oh, good. And there's like the awkward silence, and then you're just you know, man, it's hot out there, isn't it? You know the worst, <laughs> the worst, the very worst. And I'm bad about this. Bad, so bad is someone will come up to me and they're like, hey, Neil, how's it going? And I'm looking at them. And you know it's happening super fast. Mm-hmm. But you tell yourself, I know I know this person. I know I know them. Why can't I think of his name? Dear God, help me. And God just laughs like, no, dude, I'm not helping you now. This is funny. And it's that yeah. awkward thing and then – what drives me crazy is I can immediately go to the next aisle of the of the uh, grocery store and text my text my wife and say, "Talk to this guy, tall guy, and describe whatever." And she's like, "Oh, it's so and so and so and so. He's married to so and so, drives or whatever. Their kids are blank, blank, and blank." And I'm like, "How the? How do you yeah. do that?" That's the one thing she know. does that is phenomenal to me that I can't do at all. I could get in your car. And drive back with you to Nashville. Get out of the car, walk into a store or something, and some someone could ask me, "What kind of car? Uh, who'd you go? Are you in Nashville?" I'd say, "Yeah." They say, "Who'd you go with?" I, I rode with Zach. Oh, what kind of car does he have? I have no idea. 
She could tell I, you every car that anyone has ever driven, ever. Yeah, I, I have that same issue, and I I believe a lot of it, and I try to get I, I try to be better about it because I when I worked in sales, it was very big on obviously first impressions. And I think I struggle with it, and I think a lot of people do. It's when you make the introduction, you're concerned about how you are presenting yourself to where I'm mentally, my brain is turning, like firm handshake, first name, last name, ask them how they're doing, and I don't even hear their name. Right. And I do that all the time where they'll walk off, and I'll be like, oh, man, I don't even remember that guy's name. So then, yeah, it's just completely lost. But yeah. And I do it with my with Caroline the other day. Had a bunch of her friends over, and I've seen these kids for years. You know what I mean? We moved here when mm -hmm. she was in kindergarten, so I've seen these girls grow up. Now they're juniors in high school, and yet I still get names wrong, or I can't remember one of them's name. And I get—I don't know. I know it's just because I don't—I don't lock in on it. But then we go for mm -hmm. like Chase and I were goofing around on, on the podcast the other day, and I'm a lifelong Braves fan this week since they're playing the Cardinals in the playoffs. <laughs> and I can name the damn Braves. I'm not a Braves fan. I can name the Braves lineup from like 82. That's that's insane. Yeah, that that is pretty – that is wild. I can remember phone numbers from growing up in Ruston. Like my mom could say, "Hey Neil, do you remember the Lawrence's phone number?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, it's weird. That's the benefit of a significant other, because if you forget someone's name, then I can bring my wife over and say, "Hey, uh, this is my wife, and this is," and then I just and she's don't like, say "Oh, anything. hey Joe, how are you?" And you're like, "Oh yeah, it's Joe." Yeah. Good times. Yeah. All right, so basketball recruiting, we're waiting for a big announcement on Sunday. A.J. Hoggard is announcing his decision supposedly on Sunday. Let me preempt everyone for a moment. I don't know what time. Um, <laughs> I don't have if, – if, here's what I will pledge to you. I won't know and sit on it. Promise you. So don't – hey – do you know what? Have you found out what it is? If I have found out what it is, I will put it out on rebelgrove.com. I will write a story. I will tweet, etc. You'll know that I know. So if there's no indication that I know, I don't know. Send those inquiries to Zach Barry, not me, Zach. Yep. And I will feverishly answer them immediately while I'm playing golf at Sweetens Cove. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just telling you, so I, I get the excitement. We'll talk about what we think in just a second. But I promise you I won't sit on it. If I find out at 1 o'clock, I will have it out by 101. But if I don't have it out by 6 o'clock, it's because I don't know what it is yet. I wish there was a way to track recruits decision-making, uh, I guess, uh, punctuability. Well, all when he just said is Sunday. It's, oh, it's, I'm announcing at noon. Whenever anyone says they're announcing at noon, they are definitely announcing at 1.15. Yes, it's not going to be at noon. Noon just hardly ever that's, is. That's when you can start thinking about it. 
<laughs> and the people that sit there and hit refresh over and over, I feel like I have to do it sometimes because a kid says I'm announcing at 115 and I've got a story written and it's ready to mm-hmm. go and I'm just waiting for him to announce it so that I can publish because that was the deal we cut. And at 2.30, he still hasn't done it, and I'm sitting there hitting refresh. And you finally text the kid like, hey, dude, five minutes or I'm, I'm running this anyway. <laughs> that was the deal with, uh, with Sean Robinson and the video he posted. And it was, I guess, it wasn't the full video. So then he took it down to upload. Yeah. The ri- and everybody was like, oh, my God, is, does he delete his commitment? <laughs> like, no. No. Like, and it took an extra day anyway. Ugh. Brutal. That was the worst. Like, hey, do you know what he's doing? I'm like, yeah, but I can't because I said I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Sunday at some point, Ole Miss will find out. I have heard some things. What have you I heard, think, Zach? I think Ole Miss feels good. I know that you said that you don't really know. I don't really know either, just passing along what I've been told. I, I think they feel good. I have I will a say source this. on the staff, I'm being careful here, who s- insisted the other day that he did not know. Okay. Uh, I, I want to ask you, because we, we do a lot of hypotheticals with recruiting in terms of do wins matter, all that stuff. Yeah. I, do, do you put any credence into the fact that he visited – Michigan State, East Lansing, never been, sure it's lovely. Went up there in September, I believe it was, looking it up now, 9-13. September 13th, went up there for the weekend. It is now October 2nd as we record this. I kind of feel like if he was going to commit to Michigan State, it would have been soon after. Now he could be mulling it over, almost gave him some things to think about, that sort of thing. I feel like most of the time in recruiting, when you go on a visit, you know. You said that about Campbell when she went to Arkansas. Yeah, for sure. When you visit, uh-huh. y- you know, like, this is the fit for me, or yeah. nope, this isn't going to work. Now, he could be a different different type of kid. Maybe he wanted to go home, talk to his parents, all that good stuff. But it's been, what, three weeks since then? I've feel like unless you know maybe some kind of promise to maybe it's his mother's birthday on sunday or something like that i think he would have made a decision by now now but we'll find out advocate it's been two weeks since his visit to ole miss yeah and he hasn't announced anything for ole miss yet either because yeah he um on his rivals profile it lists nine six for the ole miss one nine thirteen for michigan state so went to ole miss went to michigan state back-to-back weeks so that's presumably the top two so maybe he just is really thinking about it because i figure you go to Ole miss you go to michigan state you you pick if that's your top two so it's gonna be a long weekend for a lot of people yeah i think there was a rumor that and i don't know whether it's true or not i i just don't know the kid's not talking there was a Mm -hmm. rumor that michigan state and he sort of had a mutual parting of the ways that's what i heard but I don't know that to be true. I talked to Tom Izzo routinely, but we have not talked about AJ Hoggard. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't come to. Uh, he didn't come to bingo this week, so I hadn't heard. Yeah, from him. usually when Tom and I talk, we 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 talk a lot of football, life, mm-hmm. 
uh, yeah, you know, chess I, books. I I'd, <laughs> I'd heard that same thing. Not necessarily willing to say strong sourcing, but that was just something that I had yeah. heard from a couple people that yeah. he had kind of he in Michigan State was you know maybe a little bit of a thanks but no thanks type deal. Good luck. Let's just but be we'll, friends. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. That's what Sunday's for. You know, when the girl tells you, let's just be friends, <laughs> that never means let's just be friends. Yeah. That means you don't do it for me, and I've met someone who does, and it's not you. Right. So, Wouldn't I, the world I, be so much easier if instead of her saying, it's not me, it's you, let's just be friends, I'm going through a hard time, instead of her saying that, wouldn't it be so much easier if she just goes, you know what? I don't think you're that good looking and I can do better than you. And I've met this wealthy guy and he's got, he's just better looking than you. He's cooler than you. And I'm going to sleep with I, him instead of you. Wouldn't that be so much easier just to be frank about it? I think if you take out, it's not me. And if you just say, it's you. It's you. Then that's, that's, that's better. Yeah. There's no, there was, there's no hope in it instilled at the beginning because i don't know whether michigan state told him it's not me it's you or if he told michigan state it's not it's not you it's me i don't know mm -hmm. here's the deal he can only sign with one school that's correct well i don't dj law begs to differ <laughs> well that's true floyd raven yeah, yeah floyd raven yeah <laughs> Um, you know what's crazy about Floyd Raven, and I'm just disrupting this whole conversation. I've been <laughs> podcasting all day, and I'm a little delusional right now, delirious, I should say. Um, Floyd Raven was one of the nicest kids I ever dealt with in recruiting. He was great. <laughs> His mom just wanted to be involved, man. <laughs> he just snapped at the end. There was no sign that was coming until the end. Yeah, that's... And then he went squirrely. He went squirrely for about 48 hours. And then that Sonny Bay was, whoa. <laughs> Hashtag recruiting. <laughs> but before Man. that, he was an exceptional kid. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, he was fun. I mean, I, he was always took your call, gave you what you needed. That was a different era, too. It, yeah, I mean, that's... And that he doesn't was happen what, now. That was... 20... Not two, 2009, 2010, somewhere in there. It was the nut staff. 2011. 2011. Yeah, it seems like forever ago. Yeah. It's good It's good to, you know, I think once he finally saw the overalls yeah. and heard heard the band, saw the march, <laughs> yeah. just hooked on College Station, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you can get in that cult. It's hard to get out. It's very true. So, I don't know. So, what's your prediction on Hoggard? You're still sticking with Ole Miss, right? I am. What's your I, co confidence level 1 to 10? 10 being, yeah, I'd bet my life on it. 1 being, hell, I wouldn't bet a dollar. What's your confidence level? I'd say 8. Oh, wow. I think I put, I put some credence to the visit timeline, as I posed to you a minute ago. I think that that is telling. I think um, – the potential of a visitor coming this weekend in which you found out that that was not the case. Yes. Um, they were no longer bringing uh, that point guard in. I think that that is telling. Um, now, I could, and this is just my opinion, the timeline could just be 
a coincidence and it looks like it's it's telling but that's just my gut right now i think Ole miss is cautiously optimistic uh it's a common phrase that we use in recruiting that's kind of where i'm at so yeah i'd say i'd say i'm about an eight okay i'd go what about you i'd pick Ole miss but my confidence level would be more around a five to a six Mm. i wouldn't go with an eight I'm not, okay. saying, I'm not saying you shouldn't go with an eight because, by God, this game matters. Um, but I'd say Well, well it wouldn't be any fun if we both agreed, Neil. Yeah, I'd say five-ish. I think, I think based on just things I've been told, and when I tell you that no one's told me he's coming to Ole Miss, I'm telling you the God's honest truth. Yeah. I've had I'm, – I'm, I'm – trying to decide if some of the things I've been told are hints or if I should read into things. I think it's Ole Miss. I'm not sure. I don't put a lot of stock into people in networks who don't have a connection to either program picking uh, Michigan State because that could be as simple as, okay, well, a good basketball player is choosing between Michigan State and Ole Miss. Which program is the historical power? Well, it's not Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. They're going to go Michigan State. I get that. I understand that. Michigan State, Tom Izzo's been – he's done a great job for a long time. That is a that is an elite basketball power. He's it's very that, good at what he does. Yeah, he's very good at what he does. But so is Kermit Davis. But Kermit's only been at Ole Miss for a year, and so it hasn't caught on yet, if you will, nationally. And that's fair. He's been to one tournament, played in one tournament game at Ole Miss. So – Mm-hmm. You got to do more than that before everybody goes. Oh wow! Look at you know what I mean, right? So, so I get that. I don't. I don't begrudge anybody for that. I understand if, if you if you're making a prediction and you don't know anything really about the kid and the situation, and you say he's down to Ole Miss and Michigan State, you go okay. Well, I'll pick Michigan State. That's the safer bet. I totally get that. Yeah. Now, Neil, I, let me also say this. I I have no idea how I didn't think of this until just now. You could probably put a lot of stock in AJ's teammate, Jamin Brakefield, maybe playing a role in this as well. Sure. Hey, sure. man, where are you thinking about going? You still thinking about Ole Miss? Yeah, man, I like Kermit. I like the, I like the rest of the staff. Oxford's cool. You want to come play together? Sure. Let me postpone this until Sunday to build hype, and then we'll, and then we'll do it. Yeah, and Sunday might be some special family deal. I don't know. It might be Sunday before his video's ready. Let me let people mm-hmm. in on that. The video thing with the kids is a big deal. Oh, yeah. They don't and go public until their video is ready. Period. And it's also a some somewhat of a little business side hustle for these guys that make the videos. Yeah, yeah, sure. So it, it could be any number of things. It might be a family member is going to be there that day. I don't know. Beats me. I don't like. Could I had it, somebody ask me what's the significance of Sunday, and I'm like, I don't know. It, it could be something. It could be nothing. Yeah. Don't lose track yeah. of the fact that these are kids, eighteen year old kids. I have an eighteen year old kid. They they can kind of be off in their own little worlds. Just because they can jump high and shoot a ball doesn't mean that they're different than your eighteen year old kid. Hmm. Now, Neil, it could be. Could it possibly be meatloaf night at the Hoggard house on Sunday? It's possible. Could be. 
It's possible. Chicken spaghetti night. Maybe they do. Man, I hate chicken spaghetti, especially when they put the little mushroom pieces <laughs> in it. So bad. Maybe they do takeout and they do pho. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, I, I just thought of that. So maybe that plays a role in the decision. I, I, it certainly doesn't hurt Ole Miss because you and I have said for months now that Jamin Brakefield is definitely Ole Miss's. Yeah, maybe see, Ole, I'd pick Ole maybe, Miss, and on the on the one to ten confidence scale on Brakefield, I'd be close to a nine. Yeah, I'm right there. Easily an eight. But, yeah, that could be it. But um, And, Neil, I, I don't mean to, to derail us here. For, yeah. for just a moment, when I Googled Floyd Raven to find out what year he was, yeah. do you know what Floyd Raven's up to now? I don't know. Floyd Raven yeah. played for the Bengals. I want to say a couple years? Yeah, he was an NFL player. Yeah. He has launched his own coffee line. Really? It is called Last Shot Espresso. I, I can't I can't stress enough how much I hate when people say espresso instead of espresso. But <laughs> Last Shot Espresso. He spells it espresso? Yeah. It, it's just an X the letter then espresso. Okay. Um <laughs> but yeah, so this was an article from 2018. Where is he based I, out of? Um, Back in Louisiana? It does ha- I'm looking it up now. Location. So he's got it, lastshotexpresso.com. Still going. Okay, we've got to get in touch with Floyd and get him on the show. <laughs> it says coming to a, a campus near you. Oh, so maybe he's going to try to pitch it to college campuses, which is actually brilliant. He could pitch it to multiple campuses, and now no one will care. Exactly. Very very astute observation. So I'm assuming back home in Louisiana. He's from Reserve, right? Yeah, yeah. He's back in okay. New Orleans, that area. But that's great. Good for him. Yeah, sure. He said, oh, he you said can't hold an 18-year-old kid for being nutty on signing day against him for the rest of his life. No. Yeah, he said in the article... He said he graduated with a business degree and said he thought he'd never use it. And he's like, well, look at me now. How about that? Yeah. So good for good for Floyd. Yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm telling you, he was a great kid. Real charismatic. He just yeah. had a freak out. Hey, we all do. Well, he couldn't decide. He really liked two schools, and so he signed with them both. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that is the funny part about recruiting at the end of the day. When these kids come down to two schools, a lot of times telling one of the schools no is the hardest part. Yeah, for sure. I've never had to do it, but I, I can imagine you get to know these people for so long and you don't want to disappoint them. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a totally different deal. But like the hardest part of Rush for Campbell was telling the second place sorority, I'm not coming. Mm-hmm. That was hard. Yeah. She got emotional about it. Well, I guess I did go through them, that you know I mean? sort of in Rush, but yeah, I mean, recruiting similar to Rush, it's all life's about choices. You're you're trying to win the girl, and then she tells you it's not you, but it's me. Yeah, she's cutting you. The only difference in recruiting and Rush for me was they asked me for money, so that was <laughs> yeah. a yeah. They weren't nice throwing change. money at you. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll switch to uh, we'll switch to football in a minute. Well, before we switch to football, let me ask. Let's let's touch this because I know it's a question people ask. If Ole Miss doesn't get good news Sunday with Hoggard, where do they go from there with that spot? 
I think the first step or first move, I should say, would probably be to touch base with with Samson Rashinsev. Yes. It and and Florida only has one guy in their class right now. So and I don't know their roster situation. So I don't know how many spots they have. Yeah, they but, just took a guard the other day. So. Okay, I know that um, they are getting. Well, I wouldn't say getting good news. They might be getting good news from Niles Lane. He's a shooting guard from Florida. So, and I think Samson's kind of in that shooting guard, small forward type slot. So he's supposed to commit in a week. Um, Maybe Sunday comes, Hoggard picks Michigan State. Kermit and the staff get on the phone, get in touch with Samson ASAP. If uh go from there, I'd probably say Shaquille Moore, the guy who was uh, rumored to come into town this weekend that is no longer coming. Three-star shooting guard from Greensboro, North Carolina. Blew up on uh, the AAU circuit over the summer. Plays for CP3. Really good, dynamic, athletic guy. Reminds me a lot of Brian Tyree. Can really jump. Uh, very explosive. He's got a, he got a pretty good offer sheet. Pitts offered him, Providence, um, Cincinnati, Illinois, Mississippi State. He's got some Big Ten teams in there. Virginia Tech offered him, so um, Wichita State. So some pretty good offers in there for him. I would say that's probably the first two calls they would make. I don't know what you're hearing, but that's that would be my guess. Yeah, it'd be my guess too. And they don't have to take two. They could just take one. Mm-hmm. For sure. So they could – they could even kick the can down the road to the spring. Yeah, and I, I think I agree with you there. I think they if, could, hey, you know what else they could do is they could hold a spot and wait for the grad transfer market. True. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think at this point they're they're not just filling a class by any means. This is we want you because we believe you are a instant impact guy that can play twenty 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 one. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're not – this is not fill-out-the-roster stuff. This no. is – they're only taking dudes who they think can impact. Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of think if they don't get Hoggard and they don't get Samson, I think they hold. Yeah. I think they punt. Because you've always, you've always got Jamin Brakefield in your back pocket. And I would venture to say that he's Ole Misses to lose right now. Yeah, let me let me say this real quick too. If they don't get Hoggard, it does not mean they're not getting Breakfield. So no, they're not everybody, mutually exclusive. Everybody chill with that. They're not they're not attached at the hip. It's not the captain and Tanil or something like that. You know. <laughs> All yeah. right, we're going to switch to football. But before we do, I want to tell you that this off verbal is also brought to you in part by the Refrigeration Company. TRC is owned and operated by Jeremy Watler, who has been in the refrigeration field for more than 20 years, including five years as a national service manager. At TRC, they understand that great service means being responsive. Their highly trained, responsible, and dedicated staff are available 24-7 to ensure your complete satisfaction. They specialize in ammonia refrigeration, but they work on any other HFC, HCFC, or CO2 systems. TRC is building winning relationships with customers in baking, cold storage warehouses, ice production facilities, and facilities serving dairy processing, 
food processing, poultry processing, and catfish processing. TRC is based in Spanish Fort, Alabama, but they are listed, licensed, I should say, in Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Tennessee, and South Carolina as well. TRC can handle all of your company's refrigeration needs, including installation, fabrication, service, compressor rebuilds, ammonia detection, calibration, vibration analysis, and more. To learn more, Call Jeremy Watler at 251-348-8533 or email him at jeremy at therefrigco.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-F-R-I-G-C-O.com. You can follow TRC at The Refrigeration Company on Facebook or at their website, therefrigco.com. Podcast also brought to you by Elite Dental Care with offices throughout West Tennessee in Germantown, Jackson, and Trenton. Elite Dental Care has five doctors with more than 75 years of combined experience. And with their different areas of expertise, the doctors at Elite Dental Care offer convenience along with the latest in technology. In addition, Elite Dental Care is a family practice, so the entire family can be seen no matter age or severity of problems. Elite Dental Care focuses on staying up to date on all of the latest technology, including intraoral cameras, digital x-rays and impressions, 3D x-rays, and more. They offer both conscious sedation and IV sedation for patients that are anxious or scared or for those that might not be fearful but just have a lot of work to do and can't afford to take time off work for multiple visits. So uh, if you're looking for a dentist in West Tennessee or the Memphis area, call Dr. Mark Harper, Dr. Clint Buchanan, or Dr. Mike Farah at Elite Dental Care. To reach the doctors at Elite Dental Care, go to EliteDentalCare.com or follow them on Facebook and or Instagram. All right, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Ole Miss plays Vanderbilt at home on Saturday night. They're wearing all powder blue uh, their field is going to be powder blue in its entirety when the game begins. Everything is powder blue. The seats have been painted powder blue. Uh, the stadium is being renamed for blue. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a phenomenal uh, environment. All prospects that come to the game are going to be wearing powder blue t-shirts and caps. So. The question I have for you, Zach, is which prospects are going to be wearing powder blue? Do you know? It took a couple decades, but Ole Miss is finally calling Boise State's bluff <laughs> and is completely redoing yeah. their field. I tell you, it's incredible. They've ripped the grass up and put that powder blue turf down, and it is awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. Yeah. And, and, and if you look at it, here's what crazy part. If you look at it from the top of the stadium, it doesn't look like a field. It looks like an ocean with sharks coming mm. out the fins sticking out of the water it's incredible it's it's really going to be just rejuvenating for the fan base i think they're <laughs> expecting sixty-five thousand because of it man if i um, have one more person ask me are they wearing powder blue <laughs> <laughs> i'm Should, like okay so, my so answer did, now is yes powder blue <laughs> everything yeah everything socks shoes wristbands in fact, you will not know which players which because they're everything powder blue. Arms, legs, yeah. face, neck, everything powder blue. The numbers are powder blue. So yeah, the announcer Glenn Waddle is not going to be able to say anything. Yeah, all he'll say is 
burst down Ole Miss as loud as he can. He won't be able to tell you what player it is. We won't know which quarterback is which because they'll both be decked out total powder, powder blue. That's that's strategy. That's, it is. That's the that's the type of that's the type of strategy you expect from Rich Rodriguez, who's coached for so many years. <laughs> yeah, I mean Derek um, Mason's just going to be baffled. Yeah. Should okay. So I, since you brought this up, we both basically had the same confirmation for the rumor. Should we? Should we go ahead and explain that now? Well, I said this on the Oxford Exxon podcast this morning. I do believe that Ole Miss is working on a powder blue jersey. I think it's coming out next year. Yeah. So I think you were told the same thing I was told. Any uniform changes, adjustments, new uniform, anything like that has to be approved by the conference. And so I think they've been working on it, and they're having to get approval, which takes up to a year so timeline works out yeah it's a two-year process so is it conceivable that i'm just being lied to yeah but the way that i asked the question was hey i'm not going to report this if you're doing it i'm just curious and he's like no we're not wearing powder blue now why they chose to troll their own fan base today with the chalk thing is beyond me but whatever (laughs) that's that's fun that's that's all in good fun though i like that i liked it i thought it was cute but, um, yeah, honestly, right now, I haven't heard any names yet. I don't know if you have. Um, I think Pegues is coming. That's, I was just going to say, we could talk about him because he's right down the road, and he comes to every game. Yeah, and there was, quote, news today, end quote, about him releasing a top three or a final three. Yeah, it's a top two. It's a top two. It's been a top two for a long time. And it's nothing imminent. <laughs> it's it's why I don't think I make the best recruiting reporter in the world is I'm not real good at creating breathless anticipation over something that is mm-hmm. nowhere close to happening. And when people say, well, and I understand, I'm not making fun of fans. I'm not. I'm just explaining this. The whole, well, is it going to come down to how many wins, Auburn? No. It's not going to come down to wins. It's going to come down to all the other stuff. Would it be mm-hmm. better for Ole Miss if Auburn blew up? Yeah, sure. And for the record, Auburn could still blow up. The blow up could start Saturday. The season is contrary to popular belief, not over. And Auburn still has to play Florida, LSU, Georgia, and Alabama. There's a lot of stuff that could go wrong. Oh, yeah. And they could, they could end up winning those games and if they do good for them but we'll see Mm -hmm. there's a lot left um and i don't think it matters so who's left let's let's do this we'll we'll do a few minutes of this and then we'll 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 shut it down because there's not a hell of a lot to talk about pegues is left i think we both agree it's Ole miss and auburn and i wouldn't i'd still pick Ole miss 60 40 Mm mm-hmm um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much right there with you. I think I think Ole Miss in the end gets him. There and is th- Omari Thomas, the defensive lineman from uh Browcrest in the Memphis mm-hmm. area. Um if I had to pick today, I would pick Ole Miss. Yep. I think Arkansas is second, Tennessee is third, and I would put the percentages somewhere around 60, 30, 10. 
Ole Miss, Arkansas, Tennessee. That's fair. I think that percentage has a chance to go up as Arkansas continues to just implode. And I'm not talking wins and losses. I just I don't know how much longer Chad Morris can survive. He helped himself a little bit Saturday. He's got to keep helping himself though. He can't he can't slide backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is McKinley Jackson, defensive lineman from uh, Mississippi. There was a story out today, Adam Gorney and uh, Mike Farrell, who I know is beloved at rebelgrove.com. But in this case, Mike was pretty fair to Ole Miss. Credit where credit's due. They both picked McKinley Jackson to Ole Miss. I would absolutely pick McKinley Jackson to Ole Miss. I would probably go as high as 80% with my confidence mm-hmm. level. I feel very good about that. I'm with you there. I think I, you you tell me what you think. I thought it was very peculiar that he went for his official visit, official with a capital O, not unofficial. Official visit to Alabama was last weekend against Ole Miss. Yeah, I I, I didn't think a lot of it other than Alabama's just kind of weird. Um I just that's just strange to me because they play LSU at home, which God knows there's going to be three hundred thousand people at that game, and that atmosphere will be much better than this one or that one last weekend. But that that was just that was just peculiar to me. Um. So okay. So those three. Who else are we waiting on? Emmanuel Forbes. So Emmanuel Forbes, which we've talked about him plenty. I think we're both in agreement that. It's more of a win, not if, with him. Yes. And I, I think it's Ole Miss. You think it's Ole Miss. So that's that's mm-hmm. four. So the class is getting really full at this point. Um, yeah, and I, th- I think the last two Hail Marys, if you will, Reggie Grimes from Ravenwood in Brentwood, Tennessee, and Avante Williams from Delane, Florida. I think they have a better shot at Grimes than they do Williams. Yeah. Right. Uh, Avante Williams is supposed to come to campus at some point during the season. Five weeks in, he's yet to come. But better home games down the down the road. Yeah. Still time. Still but time. I would agree. Grimes definitely. I think Grimes is down to Ole Miss, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Alabama in no particular order. I think he likes Will Muschamp a lot, but I think the distance is going to play a factor there. Yeah. I don't think they get Williams. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And I think they've got a real shot at Grimes. I don't have a great read on it, but a real shot. Yeah. I know that Charles Clark is really, 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 really working Avante Williams hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not a know, lack of it's, effort. It's just what you said. It's geography. I, I, I don't think they're going to be able to pull that off. But, hey, I could be wrong, and for Ole Miss's sake, I hope I am because he's an awfully good player, and they need – God knows you can sell to a cornerback right now. Hey, man, you can play mm-hmm. here. Oh, man. And that – I guess one more Hail Mary, now that you mentioned the secondary – and the issues there, I think they're gonna they're gonna stoke the fire a little bit with Keyshawn Lawrence from Innsworth. He's committed to Tennessee right now. 
We were talking about implosion with Arkansas. Yeah. Ooh, boy. I, yeah, I, Neil. I, I think Neil, there's I a better you, chance you Tennessee implodes than Arkansas does. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if, if you told brutal. me that one of those two survived and one didn't, without hesitation, I would tell you Morris gets another year. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Cause I, and I think it has a lot to do with the with each fan base. Well, it has that, and Morris has done a credit where credit's due. He's done a great job with media relations and public relations there. He's very likable as a human being. Yeah. Not he set sure. the bar awfully high Not when sure. he dropped in from the ceiling. Yeah, but in all seriousness, he's done a lot of the stuff. And he yeah, says that, he, he's good at communicating. Uh, Pruitt, not so much. I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn when I, if I had to pick which one I is, is <laughs> got a higher Wonderlick score, I'd probably go and chat Morris. Yeah, which one you'd like to sit down and have a beer with? It's Morris. Yeah, the nice one guy. that knows what asparagus is. Well, I'm told that Morris delivered a uh, beautiful eulogy at Jevin Sneed's funeral. He was his high school football coach. Oh, that's right. Okay. I'm, I'm told it was. I totally forgot about that. I'm told it was. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not compelling. Moving. Yeah, it was moving. It was compelling. It was. Uh, Probably very personal. Yeah, I, I think he's genuinely a good guy. Genuine. That's the word. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I could. I could see that. So you know, we'll see. Being a good guy doesn't keep you employed, but. No, certainly doesn't. I do think he's. But, I, I do think it's going to get him another year. Yeah, but Keyshawn Lawrence, he's he's really tight with Deary McDonald, who's committed to Ole Miss. Um, he's friends with Jabari Small, being a Tennessee guy. They're Nashville and Memphis, but I mean they, you know, seven on seven circuit camps, all that good stuff. Um, also close with Reggie Grimes, so. Maybe a spot opens up, and they have an extra spot. And if he doesn't want to go to Tennessee, I think that Tyro Nix has worked him extremely hard, and they're going to stay right there if he decides not to go to Knoxville. But yeah, that's we've touched on everybody that they're basically waiting on. Well, we'll leave it there. Um, it was a it was a fun podcast. We pretty informative, huh? and there might be another target or two out there, but. People ask me all the time how many spots, three to six. And so if they get the four or five, you do the math. Down to kind of one. I guess the other one would be uh, LaDietrich Griffin. That could still happen. Mm-hmm. That could still happen. He's, so there's a lot out there. probably going to come to Oxford again. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. They could fill up. Their, they, we'll just have to see. There's a lot. There, there. It is a good recruiting class. It's one of the reasons that – I think the whole fire Matt Luke thing is silly. I think you got to give next season. And if at the end of next season you're four and eight, well, it didn't work. And everybody will know it. But a foundation's right. been built. But at the end of next season, if you're eight and four, the patience paid off and you got the recruiting class. In both situations, you get the recruiting class. Mm-hmm. And then, if again, man, if the next season goes bad, I mean, nobody's arguing. No. That's so, it is what it is. It, yeah. I mean, you know, you nice again, the nice guy thing. Yeah. Chad Morris is a good guy, but if if he if, if next season goes bad in Fayetteville, he's out. And, and and here's the thing, he would know it. No one would yeah. argue it. It it just makes it easier to move on at that point. Mm-hmm. So 
All right, Zach, we will uh, we'll wrap it up there. Appreciate your time, as always. Again, thanks to the people at Dead Soxy. Don't forget deadsoxy.com. Check out their uh, custom-made selection, deadsoxy.com backslash custom, and also 30% off by entering the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout. Thanks to Clark Ford. Thanks to all of the other advertisers on our show. Please uh, give them some business. Give them a call. At least give them an opportunity to win your business. That's what keeps us in business with this podcast. So for Zach Barry, I'm Neil McCready. Until next week, take care.